This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good, how you doing? I'm ready to you record, ye dog. Dude, so this, I... Okay, <laughs> let me start this. I'm so mad at everyone. <laughs> Why? Everyone. Because for years, I never got around to seeing this movie. I love I love The Witch. Mm-hmm. What? By Robert Eggers. And for years, everyone's like, oh, you go to watch The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is fantastic. Oh, it's incredible. What the fuck was this? It was good. Okay, you know what? I want to give you this. (laughs) From a technical standpoint, perfect. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, the acting, the cinematography, everything. Like, holy shit, like, it's an accomplishment. I can't even take that away. Did I enjoy any bit of watching this? Well, you didn't uh, enjoy Willem Dafoe farting and Robert Pattinson masturbating in a leaky shed? No, and I would have even enjoyed that if something fucking happened. I texted you, like, (laughs) not even half, like three quarters of the way through. I'm like, this is for throbbing with horror, right? (laughs) Oh, we did Predator. So everything's off the books now. It doesn't matter anymore. Dude, I'm like, there wasn't even a bit of spooky until the very end. Well, there was, she was finding mermaids, there was mysterious logs washing up on the shore, he found that head <laughs> and the lobster thing. I guess so. She's drinking kerosene and honey. And here's the thing, I know everyone's already pissed off at me, I know, I know, but I don't get it. Maybe it's, oh. I'm just stupid. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't really get it either. I just enjoy it a lot. Oh, this is going to be a great episode then. <laughs> no, it's just like things happen, and they look good, and I like the acting, and I'm like, yay, colors, you know? But there's no colors, which makes me even like it more, because it's black and white, and it's got that, um I forget what the aspect ratio is, but it's like just the box. I was about to ask you about that. I get what they're going for. And X used that, remember, like, yeah. when they cut to the actual movie scenes? And that was cool, I liked it, because it was to show that. The whole movie of that, though, with... I'm like, dude, I'm not into it. No, I it made me feel like it would be, like, I know they... I don't think they had film in the 1890s, right? Or if it was, like, very early, like, pre-even Nosferatu shit. Um, but it almost seems like that would be the aspect ratio would be in, is this tiny little shitty box. Oh, I'm not denying that 100%, but I'm like, when it doesn't look all old and shitty, I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch the whole movie this way. Oh, I was so, because I got a projector um, just a few days ago, uh, recording time, and I've been loving the thing, and I finally hooked it up to my Blu-ray player, because I was going to watch The Lighthouse on my projector, I was like, this is going to be perfect. For some reason, the sound wouldn't come out. I could get the menu... Uh, noises to uh, work the blunk 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 and for some reason the commentary would play but the movie noise wouldn't play so I was so mad oh that's annoying yeah that'd be annoying so I had to watch it on my 60 inch 4k tv downstairs oh that sounds terrible I don't know how you did it I almost didn't 
Well, on the bright side, it's not like you even watched a 60-inch picture. You watched, like, a 20-inch picture. I should have, like, fired up my 5-inch black and white TV and watched it on that. You wouldn't have been able to see anything. Because <laughs> it would have been, like, a 3-inch picture. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, look, look, there's my complaints on Front Street. It wasn't awful, well, I'm, but I'm like, I'm going to, I didn't love it. I'm going to try to convince you by the end of this episode that this is a masterpiece. I hope you can, because I know the world thinks it is, and maybe I'm just not getting well, it. Well, I can start right now by giving this movie a Edward trifecta. Robert Eggers directed, wrote, and produced. Yes, he did. And look, Eggers, I know, is one of those people like who's hailed as one of the modern masters of horror. After The Witch, I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm like, I don't think it's bad. Like I said, it's technically sound you know what i mean so i can't even really knock him for this one i still haven't seen the northman yet it's on peacock yeah. or whatever and i keep meaning to watch it I just haven't got around to it yet i really want to see the northman as well because i love the witch i love this so like the northman looks like it's a little bit even more kind of separated from horror but it looks almost more actiony but i'll still watch it Oh, yeah, I mean, I love horror. I'll still watch other stuff, and especially from a director, I think I like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll dabble in other things every once in a while. <laughs> All right, so from 2019, The Lighthouse, with an Edward trifecta from Robert Eggers, yeah. we get this foggy opening. You don't really know what's going on. There's a boat, and it makes it to the island with the lighthouse, and you see pretty much our only characters for the movie Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe carrying their luggage to the lighthouse. There's no dialogue yet, because that goes on for like 15 minutes. You cut to Willem Dafoe pissing in a bucket by the bed, and then he farts and walks away. <laughs> well, I enjoy how it's like the, um, because this lighthouse works is they work in shifts. I forget if it's like five weeks or something they're supposed to do. And then the new group comes in, but they pass each other, like the old shift and the new shift coming in. And they don't look at each other. They don't say a word. It's almost like, good luck. We're fucking dead tired. Well, did you ever do shift work like at a 24 hour place? That's what it's like. I mean, I've done 12 hour shifts before where it's like the, you see the person leave when you come in and then you're leaving and they're coming in. I didn't mean a 24-hour shift. I just mean places that are always open, like somewhere that's 24 hours open. Yeah, it's like that. That's exactly what it's like, and that's just a 12-hour shift. Yeah, and that sucks. I remember, that's why I got quit my last job, is I couldn't handle 12 hours. Could you imagine being like, you're going to work for five weeks straight, but I guess this is also the 1890s, so you're like, yay! (laughs) What else are you going to do? Yeah, well, the only other thing you can do during this time they do later in the movie which is drink a shit ton yes and fart and jack off mm-hmm. they do their fair share of that oh and when robert pattinson thomas howard because thomas howard and thomas wake because they change names all throughout it that's why i was uh, giving them their actor names because we'll go over what their names are and how they change but yeah right but um he like sits down on the bed and he feels a lump and he like digs in there and there's this tiny little like mermaid statue thing with like crudely like etched into it breasts. And he's just like, yes, this is better than hustler. Dude, that's all he has. And believe me, he goes back to that a lot of times throughout this movie. He wears that thing out. Wooden carved mermaid. This poor mermaid seen too much. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, dinner that night, Willem Dafoe does a toast, and this is the first 
dialogue of the movie. Robert Pattinson doesn't want to drink, and he dumps it out and goes to get some water, and he goes to four weeks, but the water makes him gag, and he spits it all out. Like, oh yeah, the cistern needs fixed. Cistern? Am I saying that right? I, I believe so. Okay, water pump. Yeah. Then they're going over how their work's well, going to be. I was thinking about that, too, of... Like, unless, so there's no water then until this is fixed. So your only other option is to drink hard liquor, I guess, or drink coffee. But if you're going to make the coffee from the water, it still doesn't make sense to drink the coffee. So he's just not drinking anything for a while. Yeah, I mean, you could boil it, I guess, but still, yeah, you wouldn't want to if it's making you puke like that. Yeah. They go over their shifts, and basically Robert Pattinson's going to do everything but Willem Dafoe is going to tend to the actual light itself in the lighthouse. He goes, you take your duties, the light is mine. At first, I thought they were talking about day shift and night shift. Like, he was going to make Robert Pattinson constantly work night shift. <laughs> well, no, actually, yeah, Willem Dafoe's like, I'll take the night shift. I will go up there and yeah. hump that light all night long, trust me. Yeah, which, I mean, you're right on track, because our next thing is Willem Dafoe on, in, in the top of the lighthouse shirtless, and he toasts to the light and goes, To ye, ya beauty. Which I don't know, like, I enjoy pirates. Kind of like how you enjoy Egypt. Of, like, I have a... Yeah, I mean, I love pirates too, don't worry. Oh yeah, but uh, it's like, I kind of know, like, certain things, like, about the sea. Like, there's all these legends and things. And one of them is yeah. about, like, there's a spirit kind of in the light of the lighthouse. I mean, dude, sailor stories, like old-timey sailor stories, are so wild. Yeah. And it's all just based about everything you could see. I don't doubt that for a second. Oh, yeah, where it's, um, well, didn't they say, like, oh, yeah, they did think they saw mermaids, but they're actually, like, manatees? <laughs> That's the biggest, um, thing is attributed to mermaids is manatees. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's a lot of guys out on the sea for like weeks and months at a time for way too long all by themselves drinking, staring into the water and into the abyss and just like their mind starts making up shit. And we got some great stories out of it now, but I would hate to be the guy that was like, holy shit, I see a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> They're all I'm scurvy. They're dehydrated. They probably smell like ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that yes. in this. There's some choice words used. <laughs> but Robert Pattinson's walking around. He walks to the water and, like, the actual shore water, not the cistern or anything. And there's all these logs floating, and there's a body in the middle of it. He goes into the water, but, like, sinks, and there's a mermaid down there screeching at him. And it's hard just because you have to watch this movie if you've never seen it. Because there's so much of this is visual. Of just the look on Robert Pattinson's face while he's walking into the water, and then just goes completely under. But the music's swelling, it's in black and white, the water's fucking chopping everywhere. It's cool looking. Oh, yeah, and this makes me know, hey, Robert Pattinson's a good actor. Where the hell was that in The Batman? Yeah, I did not like The Batman. No, me neither. The next day, there's shift starts again, and he's working on the cistern, the roof, he's shoveling coal, all this stuff. He goes back to go back into the house, but there's a seagull blocking his entrance, <laughs> and it won't move. Yeah, and he's like, get, get out of here. And it's like, rah, 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 and it's like, this thing has a vendetta against him. And Willem Dafoe's, like, at the top of the lighthouse, just watching him. And then, because it comes up later of, like, you don't be messing with them skulls, boy. Do you think it's a vendetta, or do you think it's a warning? 
well, because they say later it's like seagulls and seabirds are like the souls of lost sailors and stuff. So it's kind of yeah, I don't know if it's a him warning of like this is like Ephraim Winslow who's like don't get near this guy or is it just like angry bird (laughs) (laughs) he has to go like be launched from a catapult and kill some pigs later no that's a dated reference now that's an extremely dated which is sad (laughs) (laughs) he's carrying this oil drum up to the lighthouse and i mean like an oil drum like a giant barrel of oil like what the tar man was in and return the living dead it looks like yeah you might as well be carrying Tarman up there, and it's heavy, he's like dying and sweating, he makes it the whole way up to the top of the stairs, <laughs> and Willem Dafoe's up there, and he gives him an oil can, he's like, next time use this. And he's like, now take a break for a second, catch your breath. He's like, no, because he's about to go right back to work, he's like, no, stop. It's like, catch your breath, and then you can carry this barrel back downstairs and put it back to where it belongs and do it correctly. <laughs> like, Willem Dafoe this whole time was such a ball buster. Oh, he's a dick. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't know who's the... And maybe there isn't one, the quote-unquote good guy or bad guy. You know, I don't know who's the sane one or the insane one or anything in this movie for most of it. No, because there's points in each... Points in this movie where I think each one of them is the crazy one. Yeah, exactly. The whole beginning is to set you up to think Willem Dafoe's character is. And then it, like, switches at the halfway point. And then it switches back and forth, like, quickly at the end. Like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> Uh, that night at dinner, Robert Pattinson's being all quiet, and he asks, what made your last keeper leave? He goes, he died. He went mad. Visions of mermaids and sea spirits and all this kind of stuff. So at this point, I'm still thinking, I'm like, oh, we're going to get like a creepy mermaid movie. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm excited. Well, and also at this point, Robert Pattinson's like, I was, I've been seeing mermaids and weird things. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. He's like, well, he probably didn't go mad then. He's probably thinking, dude, I think mermaids, this is going to sound weird, when done in a spooky way, can be done awesome. Oh, yeah. Because this one, I think, are pretty, like, odd and weird. Of it's They're like the sirens that, like, draw you in, and they, like, almost yeah. seduce you, and then they drown you. Yeah, well, like one of the, pirate of the Carib- Pirates of the Caribbean movies did it cool like that, and a few others. Yeah, like, you can really do some cool stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I'm in for this, but we didn't get that. Well, we got something else from the mermaids. Yeah, we do. Okay, <laughs> you're not wrong. A giant floppy. Um, <laughs> This is where he warns it warns against fighting with the seagulls. Bad luck. And Robert Pattinson's like, more tall tales, and BAM! <laughs> slaps him right across the face right after he's like open up to me why don't you talk <laughs> yeah <laughs> in bed that night Robert Pattinson again not their characters names we don't even know their character names at this point in the movie is in bed sleep and a seagull wakes him up and cut to him jacking off again later cause what else are you gonna do he goes outside at night after he finishes up to go smoke, I think, and Willem Dafoe's up in the lighthouse again. Is this where Willem Dafoe's naked for a second, and then it's almost like he sees Robert Pattinson walk out and he gets dressed? Yeah, I think that's about this yeah. point. 
the next day. Like, I think tensions are just building because you're just stuck with someone, especially someone you don't care for, and you have to deal with their farts and their mannerisms and everything for this long. Like, tensions are building, and we get this huge fight over the floor not being swept properly. Yeah, and Robert Pattinson's like, I came, we came in here, and this place is a complete dump. It's a house on a rock in the middle of nowhere in the ocean. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect. I scrubbed it twice. He's like, no, you didn't, you dog. Don't be lying to me. Dude, I want to praise, like, the acting in this movie. I mean, everyone I know, like, focuses, oh, Robert Pattinson's performance is great, and it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here's the thing. I caught his accent breaking once or twice, mm -hmm. no problem. Willem Dafoe did not break for a fucking second. Holy shit was this guy on the whole time in this movie. Oh, yeah, and even going to, like, he completely commits. Even later, like, he's walking like the dog. He's getting dirt shoveled into his face while he's monologuing. Like, he's into it. Dude, how old was he at this point? He's like, yeah, I'll lay in this thing where you throw dirt on me and talk the whole time. Yeah, it's like, I don't think we have a whole lot, like, whole lot of many years left that we can do this to Willem Dafoe. So let's abuse him while we can. <laughs> uh, our next scene is Robert Pattinson painting the side of the lighthouse <laughs> as he is suspended by ropes that Willem Dafoe has to hold and lower him and everything like that. And he's like, Robert Pattinson's compla complaining the whole time, and Willem Dafoe's like, you're fine, I'm gonna lower you down a little bit. And he just, like, drops him a few feet and then catches him, and so, like, he jerks the basket thing he's sitting on, he's like, calm down! He's like, stop flailing! He's like, I'm not flailing! Then it snaps, and he falls, of course. Yeah, he just plummets down to the ground, I'm like, oh, credits. <laughs> But, no, he wakes up to one of the seagulls tearing at his pants, and Willem Dafoe's not even there checking on him or anything. At dinner that night, Robert Pattinson finally asks Willem Dafoe to call him Winslow instead of Lad the whole time. Yeah, because he keeps being like, yeah, it's almost like the belittling kind of nicknames of like, oh, they're Lad, and like, oh, come on, uh, boy, and stuff like that. You know, it's like, I'm a grown man. Boy. Now, if that's a good boy. <laughs> but we also find out there's two weeks left at this point, which that all gets thrown out the window, and I don't know when or how long or anything we've been here. Oh, now, Greg, you know how I feel about work and whatnot. Of I will go there and I will be on time, but I'm going to be there exactly on time, and as soon as my shift is over i'm leaving i'm not doing any of this like oh i'll stick around and help out for an extra hour fuck you i got shit to go do i would hate this of like they were supposed to be here like at noon it is now one o'clock i'm mad <laughs> <laughs> dude I, there's no way in hell i would ever do this i'm with you the only way is if it was like me and you there and we get the podcast the whole time and we can almost treat it like the fog where the radio station is in the lighthouse yeah that might be okay and at least and it would be now so we would have internet <laughs> i see that bonuses yes but after opening up to say his name, which I can't believe took this long, but he tells him how he used to work in timber, and he that's pretty much it. That's all the background he gives right here. Yeah. You got a name and his old job. He used to work yeah, as a timber man in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Lots more work and fart montages. <laughs> 
Well, that's like at the very beginning, because I put subtitles on, and it's when they first get in there. I don't know why Willem Dafoe didn't pee outside. He went inside and immediately peed. It says water trickling. I was like, I don't think that's water. And then it goes, man farts. And I was, so you can say fart, but you can't say pee? <laughs> Let's talk about the fart for a second of it all. Yeah. Okay? So, I think I get what they're going for here. Correct me if you feel differently or if you agree or anything. I think it's supposed to be very realistic. This is what it's like if you were trapped here with this guy, nothing to do, nowhere to go. You'd have to put up with all of his bodily functions, his just talking tall tales, even if you're not interested, all this stuff. Yeah. So that's why he just occasionally, quite often, farts throughout the movie. It's never like a joke or anything. You just, <clears throat> every now and then. Right. If you're going to do that, I get it. Why doesn't the other guy ever fart? Because <laughs> he's not as gassy. Ever? Or or just not during the scenes that we see him. Like, Willem Dafoe is always farting. Like, Robert Pattinson just farts every once in a while. I mean, I imagine they have the exact same diet as each other right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I would guess so. How's he getting so gassy? I remember the first couple times when I was watching this, I didn't have the subtitles on. So, like, it's it's a Robert Eggers movie. You need them on because he's going to do dialogue from the time. And they keep talking about beans later on in the movie. And I was like, oh, is that what all the farts come from? I was like, no, that's just a phrase he's using. I don't see beans anywhere in the movie. So I was like, there goes that uh, guess. <laughs> yeah, that's all. But, I mean... It's it's something. It's not like we could cover this whole episode and not mention it. Oh, no, it's actually like you mentioned it to me when you were halfway through of like he just keeps farting. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a subplot. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want to congratulate Eggers on that. I As annoying as it is sometimes because I'll need the subtitles and shit for it, but he's so good at writing dialogue of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's this is not a knight's tale where it's supposed to be in the medieval days, but they're playing, like, modern music in it. No, not at all. After our work and fart montage, Winslow goes to the lighthouse while Willem Dafoe is up in it, cranking one out up at the top. He's hiding, like, right underneath the great floor he's on, and then... Jesus Christ... <laughs> There is a big slimy drip right above him. Skish, skish. Which I thought was, but then we see tentacles slither around. I'm like, okay, well, slimy tentacles. Also, Robert Pattinson walks right up under Willem Dafoe. He's like directly under him. And he, you know what's going on. Two seconds into hearing the noise, it's like, oh yeah, he's up there jerking off. You're not going to stand directly under the man. Especially when he starts making finishing sounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, like you get like a little bit of goop, and you're like, "Ew!" And then there's like this big old goop, and it's like Willem Dafoe. I've heard things about you, but damn. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's up there watching hentai. I mean, you're not wrong. There's some tentacle porn going on. Yeah. Uh, later, Winslow goes to get some water, but it's all nasty again. He already fixed it. What the hell? Yeah, he now goes it's and there's brown. a dead doll in the well. It's like sludgy now. Yeah. Because there's a decomposing seagull in the well. Yeah, and it's like Robert Pattinson's like, fuck these goddamn seagulls. They won't stop harassing me. Now, I don't drink liquor. I'm trying to be a good boy and not get drunk. And now you die and the only thing I can drink. 
<laughs> and one of the other ones right when he has this you gotta be kidding me look on his face like starts attacking him and he grabs it by the what it still be called a foot i don't know yeah it grabs it by his feet and starts slamming on this rock for what feels like 10 minutes just bludgeoning and beating the hell out of this thing i think it's dead after the first hit but he keeps going oh and there's a huge blood spatter all the other seagulls around him are now going crazy and i like it like you said he does this for like it holds on it of it's not like a jason sleeping bag kill of it one hit and it's over it keeps going and going and then he finally finishes and it pans up to where the uh, weather main is and the wind uh, shifts like a complete 180 degrees i'm so glad you got to say that and sound intelligent and everything because i was getting ready to say like oh shit my notes wind checker thingy <laughs> i'm glad you were able to come in with a the weather main and i'm like wind checker thingy t- turned <laughs> i got you great <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next, they're pulling up a bunch of crabs from a trap, and it's dinner time, and they're both drinking a lot now. Yeah, well, this is supposed to be their last night on the island. Um, tomorrow, uh, the relief is coming, so Willem Dafoe is going to make his lobster, and you got to have one drink with me. Come on, it's the last night. Have a drink with me. And he does, and he takes the one shot out of like the coffee cup thing they have. It's, it looks like one of those metal camping cups. Yeah. Immediately pours him another shot. So now he's down two shots in a row. Immediately again gives him another one. So within like 30 seconds, he does three shots. You're going to be fucked. Especially for a guy who doesn't shrink. Even, yet, even if you night. quit right there, you're like just those three within 30 seconds, you're going to be having a fun night for a little while and then you're going to feel sick. <laughs> yes. They're pounded on the table singing. Reminds me of Jaws. Oh, yeah, very much of that. Of It's just like these guys are just completely isolated off by themselves. And the only entertainment they have is this bottle of liquor in themselves. So all they do is drink and sing. Oh, yeah, and they're dancing around like square dancing, yeah. it looks like, and everything. Then Winslow asks why he hasn't been able to attend to the light yet. And there's an angry outburst from Defoe at him even asking it, but then he, like, does that thing where you're real mad and you yell, but then you laugh after it to try to be, oh, no, everything's actually fine. Yeah, where he, like, any time the light gets mentioned, Willem Defoe gets super defensive. And then it's almost like he called himself of, like, oh, I, like, overreacted a little bit. He's gonna think something's up. Like, ah, that's a funny joke, right? <laughs> He asks him what his name is. Finally, after all this time, Willem Dafoe goes, Tom, Thomas. And they toast and drink more. Winslow wakes up on the floor hungover. Look, their whole goal for going here was to get this thing so clean it's crazy. To the point that after he swept the floor, the floor, Tom's yelling at him like, What do you mean you swept this floor? I found a speck of dust. So your last night when you're getting ready to hand it over to the next crew... You just, like, get completely drunk and smashed and trash the place? Yeah, it doesn't make sense, because Willem Dafoe, it's all this, like, kind of honor thing, is what it seems like. Of, like, whoa, we want to leave the station better than we found it. Yeah, exactly, but at the very end, you blow it? Yeah, well, it's uh, I think it's at the very end there. I mean, it's depending on what you want to say at the end, but Willem Dafoe's like, yeah, we're not leaving. Again, like, it's like, is he trying to keep him here? I honestly don't know. And who's trying to keep who there? Yeah. Is that even the case? I don't know. 
It, it's at times that it, it almost looks like Willem Dafoe wants to take Robert Pattinson as his lover. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. The whole time, I'm like, I almost feel like it's gonna be like a misery esque movie where yeah. he's stuck there and everything with him, but I, we never really find out. Ye be my new wife. <laughs> Winslow's emptying the shit pots, and it all blows oh directly back onto his face. Look, sucks, but you would think you would check what way the wind is blowing right before you do this. Yeah, that's that's a jackass stunt where they're like blowing, they're like pissing into the wind, and it's blowing back at them. But it's funny because it's so like over the top. It's like, why would you even throw it? Why wouldn't you just like dump it over the side calmly? But yeah, he gets covered in Willem Dafoe's shit. Dude, I don't even know where it is, but like, there's some gross fucking close-ups of the piss and shit pot. Yeah. Well, they, like, use it and then just, like, kick it under the bed. It's like, I would have immediately I just mean, go dump it. Or have it in another room. I get that it's normal for the time, but Jesus. But you would think, like, why do you have to sleep on top of it? Easy access? What was it? The chamber pots. I don't know. Yeah, just like have a closet and be like, this is our piss and shit closet that we go into and it has a door. You'd think so, but I guess that was just so commonplace no one thought any different of it. Yeah. But he finds a mermaid laying on the rocks on the shore there and he runs up to it and we get some weird, like, him fondling the mermaid's boobs and then, like, down below, I don't... Would you even call it a vagina? Like, that yeah. the mermaid has? I don't know. Well, that's why I called it a big floppy. It's a giant, floppy, huge vagina. It's like, you, he will, uh, he could, like, shove his head inside this thing. It looks like it's so big. But, I mean, do fish typically? I don't know. I don't... Well, it's a mermaid. I guess. You've never <laughs> wondered where, like, guys are like, Oh my god, mermaids are so hot, I'd love to bang a mermaid. It's like, where do you bang it at? Now we know. Now I know. <laughs> I don't want to bang that thing. <laughs> but after a minute, it starts screeching, and it's it's a weird sound. It's like dog whistle, almost yeah. like that super high pitch thing. It's like not a normal, like yeah, exactly. And he runs away, runs back inside, but doesn't tell Tom what he saw. No, he didn't say like, "Oh yeah, I just had sex with a mermaid on on the rocks out there while it started screaming." Also, the last keeper went insane talking about mermaids, maybe not the best thing to tell him. Yeah, because Willem Dafoe did mention that, like, the first night. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to mention mermaids. He's going to think this is happening to me, too. But they're waiting in the storm for their ride. They're all done. They're going home. Goodbye, lighthouse. They're standing outside with all of their luggage, like, waiting in the rain for the boat. Yeah, but it never comes. I wonder how long do you wait? Like, because it is a storm, you know, you're getting drenched. How long do you think you wait before you're like, I'm going back inside? Well, I'm not going out there to begin with until I absolutely have to. I'm watching from the lighthouse. I'm going up to the big balcony and watching for ships. <laughs> yeah, but let's say you have to. Like, that's your work duty or whatever. That's your last thing to get your paycheck. I don't know if that's the case, but how long would you give it before okay. you're like, fuck this? Half an hour? But you don't know. You can't call them and they're like, hey, we're on our way. No, but... Probably uh, a few hours. They're gonna, like... Well, then you don't have to stand out there and get yourself sick. <laughs> it's true. Cold could kill you. Yeah. So, yeah. And by the end of this movie, everything is wet. 
everything is covered in water and i hate that feeling like i've been camping before and you wake up and like for some reason the tent leaked and you almost wake up in water it's just like uh i don't like this i just feel soggy oh yeah the soggy feeling is the worst yeah but they do go back in and their food and provisions and everything has all gotten soaked and ruined and it's got the rod on this it. line here <laughs> yeah it's got the rod on it tom says they missed their rides weeks ago yeah, and Robert Pattinson's like, no, it was like two days ago. Yeah, which one's crazy? Well, or is this now where like Willem Dafoe is trying to make him crazy? Where he just starts saying shit, and he already knows like Robert Pattinson's like tipping on like the teetering point of like not quite sane. So he's like, well, I just push him a little bit and he'll go over. From this point on, I don't know what happens. No. I'll put it that way. Oh, it goes back and forth. I don't know who's who anymore. Is Thomas Wake, Willem Dafoe, or is it Robert Pattinson? Uh, Ephraim Winslow isn't even a person anymore. No. Yeah, so we'll jump to that. Because they go out and they dig up a crate of wine that was buried out there. And Tom's telling a story about his leg, but he contradicts himself from earlier. And... Then Winslow, I don't know if it's here or later, but he's, you find out Winslow was a guy he worked with before that a bunch of logs crashed into and killed. He was partly responsible for it. Everything's turning on its head and they're yelling and we get the what, what, what from Will Defoe and Robert Pattinson. I want a steak. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, you're drunk. It's like, no, I hate your cooking. I just want a big steak, just rare and bloody. It's like, but you're fond of me lobster, right? You were fond of me lobster. <laughs> you're fond of me lobster, aren't you? And like, he, he's like, it's like he's taking it so personal that he's complaining about his cooking. And like the one thing he has, he goes, he likes my lobster. I got to get him to say it or I'm going to feel terrible about myself. <laughs> if I had a steak, I'd fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But yeah, it's like Willow Defoe's like, you have to say you like my lobster. At least give me that. Like, he's almost in tears. And then he, like, switches to angry because he's not going to compliment his lobster. And he, like, puts, like, an old sea curse on him that takes, like, five minutes to say. Yeah, he's like, hark! And then he goes into the big <laughs> thing about basically, like, he calls down Neptune to pierce Robert Pattinson's throat so it explodes for his, like, folly of saying that his cooking wasn't good. And then finally, through this huge, awesome speech, and it's really good, like, Willem Dafoe, like, puts on a show here. It cuts to, like, just Willem Dafoe standing over him, and Robert Pattinson's like, okay, fine, I liked your lobster. Too late. He's already <laughs> cursed you. Yeah, Poseidon is already showing up, or is he already there? Yeah, that scene. We'll talk about that. But... <laughs> Later, night or morning, I don't know, Winslow's about to stab Tom in his sleep. He has a knife, he's standing there, but Tom wakes up, and he, I don't remember what he says he's doing, but he just doesn't oh, kill him and goes about his day. Yeah, that's where he was going to go up and try to break into the lighthouse part, like, break into where the light is. And he breaks off a knife, and then he goes down and, like, uh, breaks open the chest thing that, like, the big, uh, cabinet that the keys are usually in and they're not in there so he has to go over to where Willem Dafoe's sleeping basically cuddling the keys 
Yeah, he's not letting things go for anything. He's gonna stab him over. Dude, it's a lighthouse. At the end of the day, like, why do you want to go see the giant blinding light so bad? Yeah, it doesn't make... like, And it's not even like uh, Robert Pattinson's been doing this for a long time of, like, he's, like, a sea guy. You know, he's not a seaman. Uh, he, it's, he's, he came he's from the woods. He's not a boatman. Yeah, he's not a boatman. So he's a logman. It's not like he would know these tall tales and like these legends and stuff, and maybe be obsessed with them. It doesn't seem like he yeah, knows. The lighthouse has no significance to him. You know what I mean? It's just a job he took. Yeah, he's jacking off to the mermaid toy again, and visions back to when he was fucking one, and he breaks the mermaid statue, and everything's downhill from here. Another look. It's going to sound like I'm saying this, 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 and all these things that don't sound like they would flow together. It's not me if you haven't seen this. That's the movie. Oh, yeah, and it kind of, and I think it does that on purpose to like also confuse you about how long it's been. Because it's just they do the same thing over and over again. It's like they do their chores, and then they get blackout drunk at night. And then they wake up, and they do their chores, and they get blackout drunk. They're drunk dancing together, and then they're like slow dancing, and they get into a fight again, and... Oh. They're sitting there. Winslow says his name is really Thomas Howard. So now they're both Thomas. This is going to get confusing. I love the aggressive dancing they start doing because Willem Dafoe is like, start dancing again, boy. And so like Robert Pattinson <laughs> takes this huge slug of liquor and starts like aggressively dancing. And then, like you say, it cut to them like slow dancing. And there's a second there they're about to kiss. I swear, I think they did. They 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 were just about to kiss, and then they do that. They push each other away, and then they start beating the shit out of each other. If I can't fuck you, I'm gonna fuck you up with my fists. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that old man ass. But yeah, so Winslow's not even Winslow. He's Thomas. They're both Thomas. His name was Robert Paulson. I don't know. <laughs> Winslow was a guy we worked with. We we've, we've covered that already. He realizes after he's telling a sad story that Tom isn't even there. Listen, listening goes. Why do you spill your beans, Tommy? Yeah, we're like, why are you, like, airing all your dirty laundry? <laughs> then we get tied for the weirdest shot of the movie, and it's two seconds. It's legit a second and a half of, like, Willem Dafoe naked outside shooting beams of light from his face into a kneeling Robert Pattinson. I can't keep calling them both Tom. Yeah. Like there. And then it cuts back away from that. What the fuck was that? That is a famous sea painting. I am unaware of this famous yeah, sea painting. Yeah, I forget what What's it's called. I forget what it's called or anything. But it's literally a guy standing over another guy with like beams of light shooting out of his eyes into the other guy's eyes. I believe you. I can't find it. I'm very curious to see this now though. I've seen it before. If I find it again, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I'm curious what that was like. The I'm sure there's some deep significance, you know. what I mean, that goes into the story of this and everything. It might have been like a picture, like a painting of Poseidon, and he's the one shooting the laser eyes. I'm not exa exactly sure. That sounds likely, but it cuts to Winslow, Tom, Robert Pattinson trying to escape on this small little dinghy. He's had enough. Tom runs up behind them with an axe and starts axing it as Robert Pattinson runs away back into the house. He's chased by him. And then he's like, I found your last man in the lobster pot, which we did see earlier, but just sounds like madness. And Willem Dafoe's like, you need to calm down. Why do you smash the boat and chase me with the axe? He's telling Robert Pattinson, which he just did. So, dude, 
a little bit of open-endedness is great in a movie, but where I don't even know what I'm watching and it doesn't answer it by the end, I I kind of check out at this point. <laughs> well, it's just so much of like, is is he telling the truth or is he just fucking with them? Or I think Willem Dafoe just wanted to ask him a question. Oh, oh look, at that. look at me! It was just an accident. They oh, broke the boat. <laughs> uh, he gets uh, Winslow Thomas Robert Pattinson to give him his knife, and he snaps it for your own good boy. And then he throws it in the fire. And he's like, "I'll deduct it from you, pay." It's like, "Fuck you! I haven't thought about pay in weeks." Yeah, I just want to get off this goddamn island at this point. He finds his uh his diary thing too here pretty soon, right? As well, and that's right. after the storm. That's yeah. After- after the giant storm. But they calm down, they're drinking, they do the monkey pump thing, I don't know. Um, the what? Where they beat on their chest and everything. Oh yeah, like the King Kong thing, yeah. Yeah. The giant storm comes blowing in and trashes the fucking house. Oh. They wake up all hungover, and there's piss floating, like, all over the- I mean, the piss pot's floating by. We forgot- he pukes into it. I think we forgot to mention at this time, too. They're like, we've run out of liquor. We have, like, we've completely yeah. run out of booze. So Robert Pattinson is like, let me grab some of this kerosene and honey, and we'll mix this together. And that's when they're doing the, like, oh, yeah, and getting themselves all pumped up. Because they're drinking kerosene. Yeah, I'm sure they have a lot longer left on this island, right? They're going to survive just fine. Oh, they're going to be fine. That's just the same as, like, wine. (laughs) But he finds the logbook, which is... And then he's reading through it, and there's all these things written down, like, worker is... Work was drunk for his duties today. Lazy, did not do this. I suggest severance without pay. He's reading, and he punches the clock, which, I mean, that's him quitting his job. He punched the clock. Oh, yeah, very nice. He punched out. (laughs) Yep. But he freaks out and is yelling at him about this, because after he went through hell, he's trying to survive. He's like, severance without pay. And he finally, Brett, finally, after all this fucking time, complains about his farts. Yeah, and you and your fucking farts. <laughs> I'm so tired of smelling him. You stink so bad. Oh yeah. He comes up with many names for how he smells, but the one that stuck out the most to me was like curdled foreskin. Well, cause he's like, you smell like piss and jism and you fart constantly. <laughs> so it's just like stale piss and like cum smelling Willem Dafoe. Ew, I don't even like imagining this. Well, then you get, but, he gets his crusties and his pubes, and it's like potato chips. Yeah, I get it. It's like a little salty. <laughs> Willem Dafoe somberly goes, you're relieved of your duties. And Winslow, that guy, I don't even, I'm not going to say all of his 50 names. He's from Winslow. <laughs> and begs to go up into the lighthouse, and Willem Dafoe accuses him of damning them in the giant fight. And during this fight, he's... Robert Pattinson is just beating the fuck out of him. Like, he's on the ground, pulling his punches the whole way up to the air, crashing down on him. And the scene's cut, like, each time in Flash. And then one of them, you get... I know it's supposed to be Poseidon, but he just looks like a mermaid. <laughs> Willem Dafoe for a second. <laughs> like, it, for a second, it flashes to him, like, with all these, like, seashells yeah. over him and tentacles and all this weird shit. 
Yeah, and he's, like, covered in barnacles. There's all the tentacles behind him. He has, like, a seashell, like, uh, crown on. Yeah, he looks like Ursula from he Little does. Mermaid. That's perfect. That's it. <laughs> and then he changes back. Well, because he's like, you're killing me! And then that cuts, like, that kind of, like, shakes Robert Pattinson out of it, and he stops. Yeah, and then everything's normal again for a quick second. And then he makes him bark. He's like, bark for me. He starts barking. He puts him on a leash. (laughs) Yeah, dude, what the fuck? He walks him like a dog out to the shallow grave that's been dug out there. Is this like, you know how Quentin Tarantino has a foot fetish, so he puts feet in all of his movies? Does Willem Dafoe has like a dom fetish where he likes to be dominated, and he works that into the movie? Like, leave me around on a leash and make me bark like a dog. They're like, why? It's like, for the movie! <laughs> it, it's, it works for the plot. Yeah, but it's so... F- it's And, I mean, this is another one. It's bravo Willem Dafoe. Like, a quality actor, like, at the height that he is, is on all fours, being led by Robert Pattinson, and barking. Oh, and he's selling the hell, it's like humiliate, humiliation and all this stuff. But yeah, he puts him in the grave and starts burying him alive, we touched on it earlier. But he's really throwing dirt on this dude's face and everything as he's screaming and ranting. He goes, you'll be punished. Robert Pattinson, for a second, jumps down, starts like, digging him out. I'm like, oh, did he have like a change of heart? But no, just grabs the keys to the lighthouse. Yeah, which is like, oh, fuck. Could you imagine? He's like, okay, now he's all buried. Now let's go up to that lighthouse. God fucking damn it. You have to unbury this motherfucker and get the goddamn keys. I can smell his farts from here. It's just like the worst version of locking your keys in the car. Yeah, yo, I've locked my keys in the dead body. God damn it. <laughs> he goes inside to the light ho- like the house part before he's gonna make his climb up to the top. Willem Dafoe must have unburied himself because he just screams, The light belongs to me! Comes running in with the fucking axe and axes Pattinson in the arm. But Pattinson pretty quickly kills him. He smokes, drink, and drinks some oil, and then, well, kerosene, and then starts crawling up the stairs to the light. Yeah, and it's, I love the, like, it's just, it's not this huge fight scene between the two, and it's the crescendo of the movie, oh, who's gonna win? No, Robert Pattinson gets, like, uh, Willem Dafoe, I mean, gets knocked down, and it's, Robert Pattinson does, like, one swing of, like, a tool, and it, his head explodes, and that's it. Dude, speaking of head explosions, that was me trying to wrap my mind around this next part. <laughs> now, this next part reminds me a lot of, like, the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. Okay. Of I can see it's it. It's always the big thing of the movie of you gotta get this briefcase and you open it up and there's a gold light showing, but we never see what's inside the briefcase. We go up to the lighthouse and he unlocks the door and goes up and he sets beside the light and the light opens and he's staring into it, but we don't exactly see what he's seeing. And then he starts like death screaming. Yeah, at first I thought he was laughing, and then he's screaming, and it's really distorted, crackly audio, it's really cool sound yeah. and everything for the whole thing, as it's like, super, it probably gave Robert Pattinson eye damage, just super bright light that's shining right on his face. Yeah. He falls down the stairs, camera goes black, comes back on, he's naked and like disemboweled on the beach, like being picked apart by seagulls. Right, and he's like... Semi, he's like, do I, did he, is he laughing a little bit or something? He's like, kind of still alive, but completely out of it. 
Oh, I took it. He's dead. Okay. I think he's dead. And then credits, and that's the lighthouse. Yeah, fucking A. Okay. Here, my biggest thing, I legit think it all boils down to this, is open-endedness is fine. Let me think of an example here. I had one ready for this, and now I can't think of what it was. But anyway, open-endedness is good. Like, did he really die, or is it really over, or it could have gone either way, we don't know type things. But I still want to know what happened on the way up to that open ending. The open ending doesn't bother me. It's the fact that at the halfway point of the movie, you don't know what's real and what's not, and it's not even like, well, it could be this or this. It's There's 50 fucking scenarios flashing in front of me every two seconds, and eventually I just kind of check out. I'm like, okay, I... I don't know. We don't even know what their names are. For sure. No, we we probably both Tom, I think. Probably, but also which one is the which one's Tom Wake and which one's Tom Howard because they keep changing that name back and forth. I have no idea. But yeah, that's the lighthouse. Uh bizarre movie. I'm glad I watched it. I will not be watching it again. Oh, this is one I when I first bought this on Blu-ray, I was watching it like every day because part of it too was I was trying to figure it out. But you can't figure this movie out. Um, I can give you that, yeah. But I love it so much. I remember Liz was like, because she hates this movie, and she was like, "Are you watching this again?" I was like, "Yeah, I need to figure it out." She's like, "There's nothing to figure out. It's just a bad movie." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's good." <laughs> Okay, so Liz is on my side, you're on the internet side. Yes. And like I said, uh, legit hats off on like all, every like thing that should make a good movie, like the technical aspects of it, the sound, the visuals, the acting, all fucking superb, yeah. dude. So like, that's all great. It's just the story for me. This movie made me give, because before this movie, it was always Robert Pattinson is the Twilight guy. Oh, is he going to sparkle? You know, this actually made me look at and be like, oh, no, he's actually an actor. Yeah, I'll give him that. All right, let's get into Count of the Dead. I like <laughs> your odds on this one for sure. Let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Throwing more count of the deaths, we tally up all the deaths in the movie. How many do you think we got with the lighthouse? Well, let's see. That's where I want to. Because I know, like, the our two main guys die, but yes. then there's also the head and the lobster thing, and there's the guy and the logs. I'll tell you this: none of that I believe is true, okay. or I have no way to know is true. So I'm going to say two. You got it. Okay. And actually, I want to uh, give credit where credit's due, Greg. I had no idea until you said it about that um, Ethan Winslow is was killed during Robert uh, Pattinson's logging job. Oh yeah, they say that. No, he's like, and he's like Winslow was a man, and he goes on to this big spiel and everything. Okay, and that's why I was also like, oh, that makes sense why the logs show up. Yeah. So thank you for that. And like that's hit. That's why I don't think that's a real person in the movie. That's yeah. him like having trauma flashbacks to that dude dying because of him. Which makes sense now for me. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Um, so every week Greg does his count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. And I do my ratings from Dimension Z. Um, so basically I take... Oh, we never mentioned that the whole movie. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off yeah. while I was doing sounds there. We didn't mention like the... Oh. Throughout the entire movie, which is cool. I like that. And it gets to the point of even certain times Robert Pattinson starts like 
hating the noise because every time it goes off, he like flinches. Oh, it would drive you insane, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's to the point of, like, Liz was upstairs asleep, and I was watching this, and it starts going like, and I was like, turn this down, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But I take the movie, and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst, and 10 being the best, and I pick something from the movie to rate it. Um, I'm going to go in this one, I'm going to go alcohol. Different kinds of alcohol. Okay. Because that seems like a good one for this, because a lot of it is all centered around them drinking together. Definitely. Um. So a number one kind of alcohol, the worst kind of alcohol. I'm thinking like peach schnapps. Like, I hate... I wouldn't say it's the worst. I but, hate okay. peach flavored things, and I also know that it's like super sweet, so it's just going to be a hangover like hell the next day. I gotcha. Um, a number ten version of liquor, the best version. I'm gonna, it depends on what mood you're in. Cause I'm, there's only two I really will touch anymore. And even that's rare anymore. So I'm almost fucking 30 and I can't drink like I used to. No, that those days are gone. It's either going to be any kind of vodka really. Cause I love vodka. Or if you're in the whiskey mood, wild Turkey, Hunter Thompson's drink of choice. Okay. Um, I'm going to give the lighthouse. I do love it, but there's also parts, like you said, of if they had wrapped it up a little bit more neatly and let you know at least a little bit more, I think I would have liked it more. So I'm going to give it eight cons of liquor out of ten. Eight cons of liquor out of ten. Yeah, I like it a lot. If they wrapped it up a little bit more, I could see this being a ten. Okay. All right, that's all we got. What are you, you going to say? No, I don't need to give my rating. <laughs> How bad is it? No, I don't, I don't want the internet to hate me. It's, I got four and a half liquors out of ten. Okay. I, I, it wasn't my thing. I can still appreciate how like well done it was. It just is nothing I ever want to watch again. But that's not... I can't say this movie sucks. There's no way I can't. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so I do realize and appreciate how great this is but man this is made for the exact opposite person as of me well i also have the contra- controversial stand of i hate freddy krueger in the nightmare on elm street series and that's wildly popular so yeah exactly the internet comes down on you for that one all yeah. the time so that's fair so everyone attack oh, greg for his thoughts on the lighthouse <laughs> i'm sure it's coming <laughs> yeah that's the lighthouse it's it's a movie. <laughs> it's a very long movie where nothing happens or everything happens. You have no idea of knowing. And then at the end you go, eh. And that's about it. Yeah. So yeah, I would say definitely worth checking out. Um, Unless you got anything else, man. No, that's all I got. We hope you've been fond of this episode. Ah, uh, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else. Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.